Hello, Annie Trenders. Welcome to the Girl Taku, hosted by the ladies of Anime Trending. If you're looking for a nice tea and deep dive analysis about otaku things, you've come to the right place. We love our conversation and discussion, and we're back with another fun topic on the table. My name is Gracie, and I'm joined by. Hello, I am Isabel, and this is Agnes. So, without further ado, the Girl Taku today will be about our favorite English dub voice actresses this time. So, uh, you know, none of the mishap that happened the last time with the English dub voice actors. This time, we will be featuring on the ladies in regards to English dub voice acting. So, with that being said, I think that's a fairly easy, understandable topic and introduction. And I believe I am kicking off the topic this week. And so, yes, I am. So, I am kicking off the topic this week. So, I'll go ahead and. Claim mine, though the girls already know one of my picks, and so and I'm just going to go ahead and say it. Uh, one of my all-time favorite English dub voice actress is hands down Laura Bailey. I think she is just incredible, like five stars, 10 out of 10, 20 out of 10 sort of voice acting. Uh, the first time I really understood just how powerful and how much range she has is I so I originally watched Fruits Basket, the very original version in 2003 and dubbed. And I really, really enjoyed the dub version. And I really connected with Toru uh, in the English version. And that was my first instance of, you know, quote unquote, meeting Laura Bailey, but at least being known to her name and her voice and her voice acting specifically. But it wasn't until many years later that I realized what just an absolute beast that she was because I started watching Fullmetal Alchemist Brotherhood and like everyone else I also enjoyed Lust a lot I enjoyed her performance I loved her powers I thought she was an interesting character and imagine my surprise when I go to Wikipedia and I find out that Lust's voice actor is the same voice as Toru Honda for Fruits Basket. You could not have two more different characters in personalities and motivation and basically everything. One's literally has bloodlust as its theme, and the other one is like this kind, empathetic girl who is helping the Soma family while working on herself and her own grief and stuff like that. And they could not sound any more different from each other. I actually, just out of disbelief of the fact that the same woman voiced these two characters, I re-listened to them multiple, multiple times to see if I could just grasp any sort of similarity to, any sort of similarity to the fact that um, these two are the same voice actress. So that was my very beginning of knowing Laura Bailey, but then even as the years go by, I still can't recognize her properly, which I know is like really pathetic, but I'm just like, I'm just like, so I, I found out later that she voices Abby from The Last of Us Part 2, and I watched like the playthroughs of that, and I only found out at the very end when I finally decided to look up and be like, man, the voice acting is very good. Let me see who voices who, and be like, what? I <laughs> Laura Bailey voices Abby, are you kidding me? How did I not tell? And yeah, I just couldn't tell. I just think her range is just incredible in an insane way. And I absolutely adore it. I think she's one of the best and most powerful and like literally just gold star, gold star, gold star uh, voice actress out there. And I just cannot praise her enough for that matter. So uh, so I kind of cheated and I claimed her from the other two girls even before we did this recording because I was scared that it was going to be poached. And I was like, I felt like she was just such a superstar that we had to figure out who was going to claim her first beforehand. Um, and so I I got the they were lucky enough to let me take her. But I really want to hear your thoughts on Laura Bailey. You know, like, do you love her as much as I do? Like, what do you think about her voice acting? <laughs> Oh, I definitely love Laura Bailey. She is an absolute superstar. Although I will say that it's really hard to figure out which role she actually voices because right. like you said, she's just so good at kind of like camouflaging herself to go into these roles. Um, I heard mostly Laura Bailey through like Critical Role or a lot of the other um, talk shows that she does. And then from there on, you kind of just extrapolate like which English dub shows she's been a part of and go like, oh, that's where she is. Like, oh, that's where she is. Oh my god, she is a prolific voice actress. Yeah, she's everywhere and yet you can never tell where she is. 
<laughs> no, her range is incredible. Like even if you listen to her on Critical Role, like all the roles that she plays, they're so different in personalities, tone, and style that you're just kind of blown away. And even if you close your eyes and try to think like, I can tell this is Laura Bailey. You actually can't tell that it's Laura Bailey. No, you can't. Like I said, I to this day, I still can't hear any similarity between Toru and Lust English versions. I'm just like, these are these are two different women. Like, I'm sorry, they're two different women. I know they're not, but they are. So um, it's kind of like my experience with finding out Laura Bailey's credits is kind of like how every time I figure out Aoi Yuki voices a character. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> where I'm just like, no, no, that's not her being like, oh, damn it, it is her. <laughs> Oh, that's exactly my experience with Laura Bailey. Uh, what about you, Isabel? What about your experience with Laura Bailey's voices? Like, I, I know you play video games, and I know she's been there a lot as well. So I'm really curious on what you have in regards to her roles. Yeah, I'm looking through the video games now. Unfortunately, I feel like a lot of these are things that I haven't played. Mm. Um, and then again, I don't play that many, like, um, I guess, solo uh, player games. Oh, I see. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Because so, uh, yeah. Isabel plays mostly MOBA, so like a lot, of, a lot of like multiplayer kind of games rather than solo. Yeah, exactly. So I think it's hard for me to. I mean, she might have voiced one character in the millions of games uh, or millions of characters that are in a game, <laughs> but I can't obviously can't tell right now. Um, but yeah, similar to you, just kind of uh, you know through Fruits Basket, and then obviously I can't I can't believe that you know she voiced Lust as well. That's that's crazy to me, and um, and I believe she was in Bleach as well and other shows. So, you know, what kind of show has has she not done? And I just feel like she has so many roles and is able to play them so well that it's great. And not only that, in, in the gaming space as well. So I think that's pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So ugh, I I cannot heap enough praises on her. I love her. I think she's one of the best, the best, and you will have to walk over my dead body if you want me to disagree with that fact. So uh, so that is where I'm standing and staking my life. Uh, so my second pick for favorite English voice dub voice actress is actually a fairly relatively new one. I met her on a panel. So not like I, when I say me, I don't mean uh, like face to face like me, but I, I got to, I, I was introduced. That's the right word. I can speak English, guys. I promise. Um, I was introduced <laughs> to her on an English panel at Anime Expo. It was Promised Neverland, specifically. And her name is Laura Stahl. I believe that's how you pronounce the last name. I apologize if I butcher it. I'm terrible with pronunciation. Um, in fact, I pronounce things wrong still to this day and gets and get corrected uh but basically laura Stahl she voices ray in the english dub and when the way that she talks in real life and when she went into ray's character at a panel just live blew my mind away because it was so instant and it sounds nothing like her and it was so quick in regards to her transformation and all i heard was ray like that was ray's voice in english and i was like dang like to do that like just on the spot is insane and i know i'm not the only one who felt that way because when the first english dub trailer came out if you look at all the comments on youtube everyone was just like ray's voice is perfect how did they get her to be this perfect and it's literally all her and her exercising her voice and practicing and just like she gets his intonation right, she gets his personality right. Everything about Ray just comes through in the English dub for her, and I could honestly and the Japanese dub, the Japanese version of Ray is already an extremely well done voice acting. So it's really cool, honestly, the fact that I can honestly switch between dub and and Japanese easily when Ray is talking and still feel like, oh, this is Ray. This is Ray talking. And so that was my first instance of knowing Laura Stahl and just how incredible of an, a voice actress she was. And so after that, naturally, I started to look up her other roles and her roles and stuff like that. And she voices Irma from Welcome to Demon School, Irma Ku, which you guys all know I really, really love. And um Oh, yes. And I thought she did a really good job there as well. But here's the crazy thing. So 
we know so we're like okay so she's capable of voicing a really intelligent sort of withdrawn uh but also snarky uh young boy and Irma is also a boy he's like i think a middle schooler or something like that um but also a boy and so it's like what's her range well believe it or not she voices mommy from rent a girlfriend <laughs> wow yeah. wow uh-huh. wow and i was and when i saw that i was like I, I gotta hear it and so i listened to the dub of mommy she was so good guys i i cannot stress to you enough how much she embodied mommy's like sketchy behavior more manipulative tendencies and you know the whole point of mommy is that she's kind of seductive and she's kind and she's girlier and you know, you never really quite know what's on her mind. She's mysterious and stuff. Very different from the other two characters I just talked about. And, and in regards to her, uh, in regards to the personalities and the characters she embodies. And she absolutely nails it in English. Absolutely. I think what is really impressive with how she does voice acting is she really, really makes the character her own. Uh, a problem that, you know, I personally think happens sometimes is that the English dubs of uh, voicing voicing they try to emulate the Japanese like tones and pitches a little too much past necessary simply because I'm like you know English language and dialogue has different intonations they have different tones than Japanese dialogue and intonation so I always I've always thought like the best voice acting is when they really make it their own and take advantage of the English language and for specifically for English I when it's like seductive or sorry in Japanese, when it comes to seductive women, you know, the ara ara women, there's a there's a particular higher pitch that they use where it's like kind of airy, where it's like kind of harder to nail down and stuff like that. But in English, when you go too high pitch like that, especially in like the Japanese high pitch, you just sound childish, which is definitely not what mommy is like. And instead, when it comes to the more to the more seductive women, the more manipulative women, they have a more sultry voice where their voice is almost kind of a little hoarse, but not quite there. And it's a little deeper, but it's very languid and it draws out of your mouth. And that's exactly what she does as mommy. And it's just absolutely perfect for the character. And once again, just really makes mommy as her own rather than just emulating a Japanese pitch or a a Japanese particular um, particular intonation stuff. Of course, not saying that all, all, you know, voice acting in the English world does that. I'm just saying that sometimes I feel like it seems like they're emulating the Japanese version a little too much versus ones who really make it their own. And at least for Laura Stahl, she definitely makes it her own. So she completely won me over in regards to her performance with Mommy as well. And so I just... I spent like I'm pretty sure after I met her and I saw her credentials, I basically like spent a long time on YouTube just specifically looking up clips of her voice acting because I just thought she was such an incredible voice actress and stuff like that. So, yeah, that is my second pick. Um, Have any of you guys heard her? Because because I feel like she's one of the relatively newer voice actresses on uh, especially since, once again, I, I didn't really know about her until Promised Neverland. So I'm really curious. Have you guys heard of her? Have you guys heard her as Ray? even? Yeah. I actually have not heard her as Ray, but now I'm really interested to check oh, out. Oh, yeah, yeah. I can, I can send you the link for sure. Have you heard her in anything before? No, not not in any okay. other show. Also, I just looked it up. She is very new. She started in 2017. So, yeah. <laughs> Oh yeah, so she yeah she definitely doesn't have that many roles. Yes, uh, yet, okay. and I mean I I kind of guessing this isn't the case for you either, Isabel. But have you heard her at all as any of the characters I mentioned? <laughs> yeah, after looking her up, um, so not necessarily English dub because I haven't watched the English dub, but you describing her obviously as Ray is something I would like to look into just because she voices uh, two characters in Genshin Impact, which are Barbara and uh-huh. Shinyan, but. I haven't oh, to, I okay. haven't listened to Shinyan very range. much. Okay. But Barbara, I, I I love playing Barbara. Well, just because I don't have any other healers, but I really love her voice lines. Um like when she throws the water and like heals everybody. I thought she her voice is really cute, so I always like Oh playing yeah. <laughs> um mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I mostly want my team to be all guys, but when I really have to, I definitely <laughs> will put uh Barbara on the team and I'm always I'm like, Barbara's such a cute character. I really like her voice. And, you know, I just thought she was very cute overall. So, um, 
yeah so it's interesting that she not only that she plays two i think she has more of like a kind of a rough type character so i haven't really listened to her that much but i will soon once i get to that story part in genshin oh so i guess you know you said that barbara is very cute in the way that she talks so is it like quite different you would imagine from characters like ray in regards to voicing them <laughs> oh yeah she's so different i forget what exactly she is but she's kind of like a like she's like affiliated with the church so she's kind of like a i don't think she's a nun but she's something sim- like very close to that and like she wants to do do everything correct uh, by the book. Her you know, um, her element is water, and so that is such a different type of character compared to Ray. So I think yeah, her for her to be able to do the difference between the, those characters, and not only that, between girl characters as well. Um, that's that's pretty interesting to see. Oh, man. All right. Well, I'm so excited for you guys to hear her more and hear her voice and stuff like that. I promise you guys, I like she's incredible. We should give her all the support <laughs> there. So um, I do have a third one I, I want to highlight really quickly. And it's a very special reason why I like her. She's close to my heart, a very personal reason. Um, so it's Erica Lindbeck. And uh, the reason why she is important to me is that she actually voices Barbie <laughs> from 2015 to 2017. And for any of um, for people who don't know, I actually was obsessed with Barbies as a kid and like genuine. I Why are we not I surprised? think I had like 50. <laughs> Why are we not surprised? I had 50 though? different Barbies. And so I had a. Jesus. Okay, wait. That's a My mom has taken photos of me where it's just a train of Barbies. Like I just line up all my Barbies. And so uh Barbies has a very special part of my heart. I still really adore it and love it. I actually really love how they how they've updated the toys to match with um to match with the changing culture and stuff. I really appreciate that. I actually think they um they do really care about that and you can even see it in like the designs of their Barbies and the clothes that they specifically design. Um special shout out to the fact for uh the AAPI month so um the AAPI PI month uh, Mattel actually released a Barbie specifically for Anime Wong. It is gorgeous. It is one of the most beautiful Barbies I have ever seen it's like the cloak the costume is right the hairstyle is right they really did their research to designing this doll and it's sold out within seconds like it's gone and it's only it for and for a limited editions like special limited edition barbie it literally cost i think like 20 dollars or something like that which is barely anything when you think about limited edition dolls so hats off to them as well and Erica specifically voiced Barbie in, um, so Barbie actually has a YouTube blog. Don't, don't ask, don't ask how I know, but Barbie has a YouTube blog. <laughs> and of course you would follow the YouTube blog. I know exactly what this YouTube <laughs> blog is because I've seen it before. <laughs> so she, so yeah, she voices Barbie from 2015 to 2017. She actually took over from Kelly Sheridan, who voiced Barbie for a very, very long time and is an absolute legend. But I thought she did such a good job of like, you know, stepping into Kelly Sheridan's shoes, which is honestly very hard to do. But I think she absolutely utterly killed it. So my respect to her just flew up 10 times. And for that reason, I (laughs) support her. And of course, um, by the way, she does voice. uh, She obviously does have uh, voice acting credentials for anime. She did Daki for um, for Demon Slayer, which is the. which is the upper six moon. And I've, I've also heard dub for that as well, which is actually Demon Slayer's dub is honestly pretty good, but the dub for Daki is extraordinarily well done. I, I absolutely loved it as well. So she, she's definitely a very powerful voice actress as well. I just wanted to highlight her, but also for my personal reasons of voicing Barbie from 2015 to 17. So yeah, <laughs> that is uh, the three, um, three of my favorite English dub voice actresses. So I am really curious to hear about your picks. And uh, Isabel, I believe you get the baton next. So who are some of your favorite English dub voice actresses? Oh, yes. Thank you. Um, Yes, the first voice actress uh, that I was interested in is Michelle Ruff. Um, She mainly that I know her. The role that I know her mostly for is Rukia from Bleach. Mm hmm. Yeah, and I just like her overall. I mean, I like Rukia both in the Japanese and then when I did watch the English dub for a little bit, I also liked it in the dub version. 
and and I did see her once at Anime Expo for a bleach panel, and I, I really loved her energy because she was very excited for bleach to be coming back, and I was like, oh, that's cool, like, um, for her to, you know, remember the role, but then also kind of share that passion with the fans uh, for the show to be coming back, and um, she also voices, this is surprising to me, but I thought that was nice that she voices is uh, Luna from Sailor Moon. Oh, classic. Wow, <laughs> yes. So Luna as a cat is so, she's she's really funny. And overall, you know, she just has this attitude around uh, the girls or especially Usagi. So I was like, oh my gosh, it's, it's, it's so cool that Michelle Ruff was able to play the cat as well. Um, I don't think animals are always mm-hmm, easy I agree. to, yeah. uh, you know, voice act or anything that's basically, you know, maybe their mouth isn't moving as much or just like an animal overall. So um, I thought it was really cool that she does that. I think she does do games and other things, but I'm not too familiar with exactly uh, what she does in those. Um, and then there's another role that in Kakegurui, she acts as... Uh, she acts as the, um, I believe, one of the characters there. Oh, as which well. one? Since I watched Kakuguri. Oh, did you watch? Uh, that no, one? I didn't watch it in dub. I'm just curious. It's the one with the sil- silver hair. I want to say. Oh, is it the um, antagonist? Yeah, I think so. That was her. Which I feel like she has. I mean, I feel like all the characters in Kakuguri kind of had this like very like deep toned or like kind of very alluring type mm-hmm. of voice. And I was surprised that Michelle would be able to do that um, as well. And I think she's also known for... Oh, here, I found the name. is uh, Kirari? Kirari? Oh, yes, yes. This is the one with the yes. braids. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. Um, and she's also known for her roles mostly also in uh, Persona, specifically um, Persona 5, as well as um, Persona 3. She plays Yukari. And as well as uh, in Persona 5 is uh, Sadayo Kawakami. I I didn't play Persona 5. I watched a little bit of it. Um, but based on what I had seen, people really liked her role in both of those. And Persona, as you know, is a long-running series. So I'm glad that she was able to do those roles and um, specifically those games as well. I don't know if either of you have heard of uh, Michelle Ruff or any of her roles um, that you might have seen. Mm-hmm. Agnes, have you heard her as Rukia? I guess is my first question. <laughs> I definitely heard her as Rukia in the English dub. It's pretty good. Um, and a lot of the other shows, though, I didn't get a chance to watch them in the English dub, so I can't quite comment on it. The other video games that she's part of, like the Persona series, I actually never played the Persona series yet. <laughs> That's still on my list out of all mm. the backlog that I need to do. So I am excited to listen to her. I'm pretty sure, though, that other people who've played Persona like Nico would have heard of her. I'm like looking at her filmography right now. I don't recognize. Oh, I actually recognize one of them. This is from a, an old anime. Do you guys know Disgaea? Disgaea. Um, I I think it was a video game. I did not. Don't. I did not watch Disgaea. So you're on your own. <laughs> um, well, I watched that anime. I, why did I watch that anime? But she was one of the characters there that I recognize. Oh. She actually voices Yuki from the Melancholy of Haruhi Suzumiya. That I actually watched in dub. No. Oh, yeah. That's a very that different well. personality from Rukia as well, too. That's interesting. <laughs> yeah, because she's supposed to be kind of like this alien type bookworm character in the series. So it's very different. Oh, I remember. She also voices uh, the person in Erase, the younger version of oh. Satoru. Mm-hmm. And then I believe in one of the interviews that I read, she um, she thought that this like the character Satoru as a younger character was was something that she you know um, felt that she wanted to do really well in in terms of voice acting for this character, and she also felt for the character as well. And not only that, Erase was very intense, um, both you know watching wise and I guess also voice acting wise for her, um, that she definitely wanted to do a good job with it overall. So. I didn't expect that. There's a lot of like female voice actors that act as, you know, younger males as well. Also, for example, you know, the char- like Naruto, for example, is voiced by a female mm. as well as I think Luffy as well, which I, I, I yes, forgot. Yes, Luffy was voiced by a female actress. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She's and very both the old dub. now. 
Oh, yeah. I, at least the Japanese voice actress I know is very old right now. Oh, wow. Yeah. I don't know how they are able to do it. Like, keep their voices like that, you know, as they age. Like, Michelle Ruff has also been in you know industry for years. Like, how do you keep that voice, um, you know, going? Or, like, you know, if you get the role back a couple years later, like, how mm-hmm. do you remember to do all those things? So I always have great respect for voice actors like in a role for a long time and doing all the games and movies and things like that but then also maybe years later coming back to it or even still sounding like the characters um despite it being many years later right yeah actually um i she's absolute legend because i've heard her a lot i just i guess i just never <laughs> recognized her because she's in code Geass and she voices euphemia the younger sister which i did watch that one in dub ah, and lucky star which I i've see. mentioned before which i also watched in dub she voiced and she actually voiced the character that i thought was most similar to me so <laughs> um yeah no she's an absolute legend wow she has been in the industry for quite some time now and she's still going strong hats hats off to her oh yeah definitely mm-hmm. but yeah that is uh my first pick for uh voice actress and i'll just move on to my second one the second one i have is a voice actress really uh i really know her only for one role which is kylie mcneil from bell uh she's the one who voiced oh Suzu. okay yeah uh. mm-hmm I really liked her overall just because she was able to, you know, voice act uh, as Suzu. And she sounds very close to uh, the Japanese voice actress for the movie as well. Um, but what made it even more enjoyable for me was the fact that she she was able to, you know, sing the songs that were in Japanese in English and then make them. Obviously, these were official songs for Belle overall. And I thought that her voice was really great for it. I saw her also. I watched like the videos that she um, that she made while just like playing the guitar for uh, for Belle, uh, like a million miles away, and I just thought that her voice was really pretty. Um, and and not only that, she also said that uh, in an interview that she thought that she matched um, she matches or she what's it called she really, I guess, like resonated with Suzu, kind of with Suzu's story of how she uh, likes singing and she likes songwriting. And so for Kylie, she she thought she was in the same boat. She's like, oh my God, this is this girl is like me. And so the fact that, you know, she related to the character and then brought her out and then not only that was able to sing too, I thought that was amazing. Um, and then it made it a different type of experience for me watching the Japanese um the Japanese version of the movie, but then also appreciating the English version of the movie as well, just because it was so similar and also different in its own way, just because the, you know, I mean, obviously in English, you have to change some of the lyrics for the songs, but, you know, it still worked out overall. And I feel like she definitely captured that role as Suzu um, in the story. And did I, I know both of you watched Belle. Did you either of you check out maybe the English dub version as well? Oh, I actually didn't watch Belle. It was one of the shows where I movies oh. that I was actually a bit reluctant on it. But I heard a lot of the music, both the English and the Japanese version, and I agree that she is absolutely stellar with her um with her English voice lines and her singing as well. So it was really nice to listen to her. Yeah, so I didn't watch the movie in English dub, but believe it or not, I like oh gosh, this might be this might be a travesty to say on this podcast. I think I preferred her voice in the soundtrack, <laughs> and so I listened to these songs more in English dub than uh, than the Japanese version, and so to the point where I actually memorized the lyrics and stuff. I think her voice is like hauntingly beautiful in the music, and it, I agree. Yeah, yes, that's the it, right it's word. Like it's haunting in all the best ways, and it also blew my mind because I think this is her first time, right? Like she's a first time voice actress. Yes. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. That's, Cause it's uh, cause she f- mostly focuses on doing concerts and stuff. So she's a uh, she's a musician, an artist rather than an actual voice actor, based on her um her yeah, website. Yeah, no, bio. that's incredible. And, and I I want her I want her songs. I want I want her to sing more because she like I said has this hauntingly beautiful so- uh, voice in regards to the songs to the point where I actually preferred it over the Japanese version. It's yeah, she's 
really good. Do you, are you hoping to hear her more in anime movies or like even in anime series or like games, video games, anything like that? Yeah, honestly, I would like to see her in almost, almost anything just because I really liked her voice um, in the movie. And, you know, if she's able to get more characters that you mm-hmm. know can sing or things like that, I would be happy to see that. So I'm I'm looking forward to her next role in anime. Um, so that'll be really Out of curiosity, mm-hmm. uh, you know, kind of like how I said, I actually preferred the English songs than the Japanese ones in Belle. Did you think she was even potentially better than the Japanese? Or do you feel like they made the roles their own in their own separate ways? Yeah, they're just so similar. Like, I appreciate both. Like I can see myself listening to both. Um, and I think each of them you can appreciate in their own ways, whether it's singing in the Japanese um, or the English. And I think Kylie herself also said that she had been listening to the Japanese songs for a bit to kind of you know get the feel for how the music sounded. But then at one point, she said that she stopped listening to the Japanese songs overall just so she could develop um, her own style wow. into the music, which is why I think it stands out to us who, you know, English speakers who might appreciate music or actually mm-hmm. understand the lyrics um, better than what it might be in Japanese. So I thought that was a nice touch to it, you know, just also, you know, finding some references in the Japanese, but then also like looking within herself to develop something that's more, um, you know, that's that's her own work rather than copying um, the Japanese. Okay, yeah, no, that's mm-hmm. that's great information <laughs> to share with us. It definitely makes me appreciate it even more and definitely explains why it, like, stood out and it was so good. So, whew, alrighty. Um, do you have mm-hmm. a third one, a special mention you'd like to say, or are you ready to pass the baton? <laughs> yeah, I'll pass it to Agnes just because, I, yeah, I didn't prepare a third one, so. Mm-hmm. Agnes, I know that our original english dub episode you had assumed (laughs) we were going to uh, encompass all the genders so you picked all women from my understanding so now it is your turn to just blare it out to the world (laughs) yay i've been waiting for this moment (laughs) um for a lot of people that probably already know i was a huge fan of black lagoon when i was growing up i watched it partially in Japanese and then I was a full fan of the English dub and a lot of it is because the script from the English dub is formatted so that it fits the American tone so there's a lot of curses and because the anime was produced in the early 2000s there's a lot of racist remarks as well but it's more so racist remarks as banters between the characters because they are very like rough and tumble military types Um, But the one that I really wanted to highlight the most was Maria Kendricks, who was the voice actress for Revy in Black Lagoon. Um, I'm not sure if any of you two had heard of Revy's, of uh, Maria's performance for Revy before. No, I have not either. (laughs) Okay, it's actually pretty phenomenal. She pulls off this stellar performance that has a great combination of brash and swearing, and she really switches up between Revy's personality of being like very gung-ho for the most part, but also being extraordinarily nihilistic, which is what Revy's character is in both the manga and also the original Japanese dub as well. And the greatest part is the fact that she actually does, um, she can almost like ad-lib a lot of the lines as well, in addition to following the ADR script that was originally meant for fitting for the American audience. So there was actually an interview that she did on a YouTube channel called Aaron Not Aaron's channel, and Marie actually describes the process of the art of swearing, where it's a combination of coming up with something on the slot, on the fly, and then using the original script. She said that the script writer for Black Lagoon was actually really amazing at matching the flaps in the animation, so like when the character talks to the English script. And adapting the translation to make it so that Revy, so that when Marik was actually voicing Revy, it would match up pretty much like 90% of the time. But there were a lot of other moments where she had to improvise it on the fly. And uh, she mentions that swearing is an art because it's something like you don't make a big deal out of it. But instead, you have to punctuate your sentence by replacing it with a different adjective and let the conversation flow. Because swearing is not 
like uh, an act. It's not a performance. It's just naturally a part of someone's conversation. So like, for instance, if you're saying like someone's saying like, oh, are you kidding me? Because, you know, they've done something horrible or they've just done something outrageous. Instead of saying like, um, are you kidding? You would say, are you kidding? Right. So, But it has to flow like that. And Marie absolutely nails that in the head when she's doing Revy from Black Lagoon. And it just makes Revy so much of a lovable and relatable character in the series, but also really adapt to the American audiences, which is why a lot of people still love the Black Lagoon dub today. Uh, Marik also has a pretty extensive English voice acting list uh, for American animation shows, but she's less now doing Japanese dub shows. Um, So other older shows that she used to do was um actually no she didn't do these other shows yes it was mostly revy from black lagoon that she was mostly known for and then everything else was more american Uh, out of curiosity what american animation shows has she done i didn't actually do that much research on it because i personally did not watch it let me look it up real quick (laughs) for you um but she also recommend she and she mentioned that when she was recommended for revy's role she was recommended it by somebody who was in charge of the voice direction for Gundam series, such as Mobile Suit Gundam Zero Zero, Sea Destiny, and Zeta. Um, and that was how she got into that role. But let me double check where uh, what other um, American animation shows she's a part of right now. She was in Johnny Test of like animation like way, way, way back in the day. Uh, let's see. She's in a lot of the Barbie movies. Oh, she is? Uh, Wait, who is she? Who is she? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Let's see. She was in Barbie and the Diamond Castle. Oh, okay. (laughs) She played as Melody from that movie. She was also Barbie, a fashion fairy tale. Okay. (laughs) Um, Barbie Diaries. Okay. Uh, Barbie Dolphin Magic, Barbie in a Mermaid Tale as oh well, God. and Barbie Mariposa and Fairy ah! Princess. Yeah, I don't know any of these. <laughs> I do. I know them. <laughs> okay, so at least you know like her range, but it's really interesting because she's in a lot of these very like famous like kid animation movies, especially for something very feminine especially barbie she's also in a lot of bratz movies as well she's yasmin from bratz like all the bratz movies she's yasmin um and she also plays uh bright's like uh bright's brightly from like my little pony series but hearing that and the transition to revy who is like this hard ass mercenary who curses all the time incredibly holistic is such a funny shift yeah no i if you told me that uh a barbie girl <laughs> a barbie girl is voicing someone like revy from black lagoon i would be like oh what <laughs> like, um, <laughs> yeah you'd be like so confused oh she was also in totally spies oh oh she she voiced uh w- one of the characters that she voices was stacy but i don't think stacy is a prominent character but That's, yeah oh wow okay so um that's really interesting how she came in just like for this role, even though that's not where she's typically focused at and where she's usually voicing. No. Yeah. I'm so curious yeah, 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 what yeah. her experience is like. Like I, you know, if we could ever interview her, I'd literally ask her like, you know, what's the difference between, you know, voicing for an anime versus voicing for American shows, like the process and the methodology. Cause there, there has to be some, right? Like I, I'd be so curious. So yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's so, that is so interesting. And also the thing that you caught my attention on is the fact that you said she improved a lot of her lines. Um, Did she talk any further about like her thought process behind the improv? Like I know you said like, you know, you mentioned that she had to get the flow right and stuff like that. But it's just like, you know, how does she not panic when she was forced to improv? Or did she like just get an, a good idea of the character already? Was there anything more that she spoke about in that particular regard? Uh, not that she elucidated in the interview. Uh, to me, I just think she's a god at that point. So I didn't really listen too much of the interview at that point to see if there was like an actual thought process. I was just like, yep, she's great. That's, that's all that I need to know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, I yeah, now now she's on my radar because of all that. Like, that's really incredible range. Guys, I, I am starting to think that we just don't give English dub voice acting enough credit like and I I know that's 
No, we absolutely yeah, don't. It's yeah. just like, and I know that might sound stupid because we're specifically highlighting it, but maybe like at least for me, I've gotten so used to the whole like, oh, the Japanese voice acting is so good, it's so good. And I mean, I, I agree, it is very, very good for sure. In fact, voice acting a lot, a lot of the voice actors and voice actresses are very much A-list sort of celebrities in Japan with like huge crowds and stuff like that, which you know, voice actors here in the U.S. simply just doesn't have, but. You know, just talking about all these people and hearing their range in regards to how they switch between such different characters. I'm like, we really got to give them some more credit. <laughs> like, like, come on, guys. So uh, this is like a wake up call for me as well in regards to that. Uh, so, uh, you know, Isabel, have you heard of her before in any of the shows that Agnes mentioned, even in like the American ones and stuff like that? Oh, yeah. Um, I haven't watched too many. I did watch Totally Spies, but I don't really recognize the character that she voiced. Um, it says that she's a villain, but... Uh, oh, you know, the apparently fact that she-, she was in Gintama. Oh, she was. Yeah, Gintama, she wait. voices Momochirappa. Momochirappa. That doesn't ring a bell, but let me... Uh, oh. <laughs> oh, it's the leader of... It's one of the leaders of the houses. She wears like a maid outfit. No, yeah, she's one of the leaders. It's funny because, like, she, I think she acts as the maid character, which is kind of like a puppet, human puppet robot, or a human puppet that fights is what it is. Mm-hmm. And so she, she, what she would, or at least in the Japanese, that she would be kind of like a robotic type of character. And I think we never expected that, um, that she can like manipulate people and. I think as a puppeteer, she would manipulate people with, like, I guess, uh, the strings. Mm. Uh, and I thought she was actually really strong. She's um, <laughs> actually, they she actually plays a pretty significant role, I would say, at least in the end. So that's interesting. I feel like that's a different type of character from Revy and obviously very different. Yeah. <laughs> American shows as well. Yeah. So <laughs> Revy's very balls of the walls, no plan or strategy. So. <laughs> Uh, that's very different from Momochi, who's probably manipulating a lot of people and uh, putting into a lot of machinations and plans in place. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, I was gonna. I I also googled her, and like one thing I'm super curious about is uh, first of all, her Wikipedia photo is really really cute. <laughs> I just want to note that. <laughs> yeah, she's very adorable. Um, but the other thing I was thinking about is. I'm always curious for these like voice actresses with huge ranges, like which character fits their real life personality the most. <laughs> That's what I'm always curious about. I could, I would never know. I would never know, girl. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, man. Okay, so that is your first pick. And certainly I remember you, you know, mentioning Black Lagoon in the past simply because I know that the entire dub just did an excellent job of it. So um, so I'm now I'm curious, you know, mm-hmm. what is your second pick for, you know, a voice actress that you really, really love? My second voice actress that I really love and I think is very dear to my heart because I mentioned this character before on uh, female side characters that could kick your ass. Um, and that would be the voice actress Stephanie Young, who voices Olivia Armstrong for Full Metal Alchemist. Ah, okay. Um, <laughs> uh, Stephanie Young has is amazing. She's absolutely she has like this absolute commanding performance of this strong, independent, raging woman who takes no bullshit and is like super militant in the series. And because I'm a simp for Olivia, this comes as no surprise. I I routinely rewatch the dub clips of Olivia Armstrong because she's just so cool like that. So that is that is me being a simp here. Um but Stephanie's Young's biggest work actually is not Olivia Armstrong, but she actually plays Nico Robin from One Piece. And she's also the handler from Spy X family. Um, and the one thing that I thought was really interesting about Stephanie Young is between the three of these characters, you can see that their personalities are not the same. Olivia Armstrong is very forthright, very commanding, and very domineering, but Nico Robin, in the first part of One Piece especially, she's actually a lot more sly and manipulative because Nico Robin was originally an antagonist before she joins the Straw Hats crew. And so as an antagonist as an, and as a villain... Stephanie has to kind of make Nico Robin feel very conniving, very sultry, very villainous, 
And she did really well at that role. And then up to a certain part in One Piece where Nico Robin fully integrates into the Straw Hats crew. And Stephanie Young does an amazing job making Nico Robin sound more empathetic and more reformed in One Piece as a result. Um, but I can definitely hear a little bit of her Nico Robin when she's also doing the dub version of Handler from Spike's family. So you can see that Stephanie Young does have quite a bit of a range between these two characters. Now, she is iconic as Olivier Armstrong. Oh my god, I can't imagine yes. another <laughs> voice ever. <laughs> like... No, you cannot. <laughs> no one no, can replace like, I'm her. I'm like, that is Olivier Armstrong. <laughs> so, uh, funnily, you, you mentioned her. I literally, only a few days ago, just rewatched a clip of her going, Father, I demand you to retire. <laughs> so. <laughs> That's your favorite. My favorite one is when she's telling off the, the military officer and then she buries <gasps> him in the That was so good. Like, that's my favorite one. Literally, and I was like, oh, that's cold. That's like a good kind of cold. Yeah, yeah, it was really cold. And she like, she was so cold. She literally, like he was going out for a handshake because he was kind of a pervert too. Kind of, you know, get cozy with a woman. And Olivia was just like, not having it. And she literally shanks him up the arm with her sword. And I was like, ooh, damn, woman, <laughs> damn. <laughs> would you say that would be your first girl crush, perhaps? The one that you wanted to step on you? Oh, that is a very good question. That is very probable, actually. <laughs> I didn't know that. <laughs> Thinking back on it now. <laughs> it was a, yeah, probably. It was a very, um, it awakened something in my subconscious. Oh that's my for gosh, sure. <laughs> important moment <laughs> in her life <laughs> that this voice actress is part of <laughs> i have not heard her as handler yet so i have no idea what she sounds like i'm really curious because it's been quite a long time since i've heard her so i'll definitely want to check it out um i also know her from Oran high school host club with the Lobe uh, lobelia girls where she was like the main girl who was the most masculine of them all like she dresses in a suit and like a oh yes yes yeah, yes, yes 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 and yes. so yeah, she, no, was she funny. was hilarious in that mode. So that's where also I know her. Um, and she, I'm so curious if her voice is really like deeper as per usual. But I mean, as we've seen with other voice actresses, they are absolutely capable of like having a malleable voice, like literally like a paperclip, being able to bend it back and forth and back and forth. So it wouldn't surprise me if her real voice is so much different than uh, what we hear her as but uh, but that's like the other place that I know her from and she was very good in that as well she made an impression on me what about you Isabel how do you um, you know how do you feel about this voice actress <laughs> yeah I haven't heard her too much but I'm very curious about what she sounds like because I, sh I show that she does Nana Shimura from My Hero Academia mm. uh, who is the previous handler of the um, one for all power so before All Might, um, she was the one who had that power. So, you know, it seems like to me, based on the roles that I'm seeing here, she seems to, or at least most of the roles, is kind of like that, that strong female uh, type character. And um, she's also apparently KK from Blood Blockade Battlefront. Oh, KK. Yeah. Yeah. KK's great. Oh, that definitely seems like a character she would be good at voicing. I agree. <laughs> Yeah, she's definitely, um, she has a thing for boss bitches, let's put it that way. <laughs> yes, boss perfect. can step on this. Let's go. <laughs> You're so excited. <laughs> I am excited. Oh my gosh. Um, do you have any more that you want to highlight? Because uh, I'm, I'm just curious since it sounds like you're very passionate about a lot of the English dub voice actresses. <laughs> No, those are the ones that I wanted to point out. I was going to point out Bella Laika's voice actress as well, but I'm like, no, I can't do that. That's literally two strong boss females in one show, so I can't do that. Who's the voice actress? Very good question. Let me let me look. Uh, that would be... Ooh, hold on. Patricia Drake. Okay, so what makes her different from the previous one that we just talked about? Marique? Uh, well, mm -hmm. with Patricia Drake, she embodies a well. Well, the the character Balalaika is supposed to be Russian. Um, it's mm -hmm. like a very jaded Russian general because she used to work for the Soviet Union and was very loyal and patriotic to her country. But after the Soviet Union dissolved, she and her team were kind of left in the dust to 
you know, salvage themselves. They had no home to return to. Their loyalty was basically gone and they had to rebuild mm. themselves from scratch as a new mercenary company. And Patricia Drake plays Bell like very beautifully as this very hardened Russian general, very similar to Olivia Armstrong. But Bell Laika has an even softer side when it comes to her subordinates. Olivia is a little bit more, um, how should I say it? Uh, Olivia kind of manhandles her men versus Bella like a trust her men. And oh. but, uh, and Patricia really pulls off that very strong but very clear Russian accent that you know that you cannot deny from the depths of your soul. You know that you must follow her until the ends of the world kind of thing. So that's what I really liked her. But she also plays Bella Laika as a very jaded, sad, depressed, and very like, I'm so bored of this kind of person. Um, because... In the because she controls a certain part of Ranapur as the island, she also is involved in a lot of different types of trade, and one of the trades also includes a very infamous scene in Black Lagoon, which is uh, the industry. Um, she does have a Balaika does have a an avenue in the industry, but also she's vetting through a lot of information and intel that she's looking into. And so that there's a scene where Revi and um, her companion Rok come or Rock come into Balaika's office and Balaika's just sitting there watching like oodles of but it's because she's trying to flip through all the camera footage to find the target that she's looking for. And she's just like, I'm so sick of this. And you really feel the despair leak out in her voice. So I was just like, Patricia Drake does a great job. Um, but other than that, Patricia Drake is very similar to Marik in the sense that they don't do a I lot was about of to say, roles. I just Googled her and it doesn't the, seem like she has, a, she has a very short list. <laughs> yeah, the only, yeah, the only like most notable one that she did in her anime filmography that is in Black Lagoon would be, for instance, like Dragon Ball Z. She was mm -hmm. Android 19 and a couple other roles in Inuyasha. But she is in a lot of other non-anime roles, such as uh, Barbie and My <laughs> in the Barbie is series. Your favorite is everywhere. Yes, she's also in Polly Pocket as well, which is very interesting. Um, so yeah, it's just very interesting to see a lot of these female voice actresses be slotted in um, very girly animations, at least on the American side. But in the Japanese side, they embody like a lot of really strong, hardened women. So it's it's the dichotomy is very amazing to see. Oh, man. Alrighty, then. Well, I think that wraps up our favorite English dub voice actresses. Definitely, I've got new names to explore, and you guys also have new names you want to explore. So we we should do this more often. We should talk about English voice dubbing more often, guys. That, that's my decision on the matter. <laughs> um, but with, with that being said, right. for all the listeners, if you have any of your favorite voice English dub voice actresses, please let us know as well. We are very curious, and obviously we are on the hunt for any awesome voice actresses that we can listen to clips on and kind of keep track of their you know performance and roles and actually support them for that so uh so drop them in comments on at uh at our twitter at girltaku underscore at and yeah i will be back again next week with a fun topic so i hope you'll be here next time bye everyone Bye bye, bye.